As I said, we are here with uh, Darren Andrews this morning. Welcome, Darren. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, Good. How, how's... Sorry? Excellent. Pleased to be here. Good. It's, it looks a bit different it now, does, doesn't it? Looks it looks amazing. It's, it's like some wonderful Christmas grotto. It's not what church used to look like, no. is it? No, no now we get blinded by the lights. Yeah, yeah. It's like being back in Cineworld for those who were there with us in the trip <laughs> in Cineworld. Yeah, yeah. uh, so how's the family? How's Rachel? How's Lana? How's Owen? Good, good. We've been... I suppose there's frustrations, isn't there, because of lockdown, but we've found a new rhythm of being, I yeah. suppose, a way of existing. You know, Owen's been, Owen would have done his exams, so he, he sort of missed that, which was disappointing, but I'm not sure how disappointed he was. Um, but, you know, he's doing a bit of preparation yeah. for his A-levels, he's spending some quality time with his Xbox. Um, Lana's working like an absolute Trojan. She's doing loads and loads of schoolwork and she's doing lots of baking, FaceTiming with friends, and Rich and I, we've been in and out of work and... Spending lots of time in the garden and just, yeah. yeah, we found a way of existing that seems to to work for us. Well, that's good. Well, we miss them all. I mean, I've met you now again. Yeah. I've, see, I've been with you for about an hour now, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll catch up with you. But, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we miss your family. It's great. It'll be great when families can meet together again. Now, what may, what may people may not know is that, that Darren is a, is a teacher, a senior mm -hmm. teacher in, in, in Driftfield High School, uh, mm -hmm. head of sixth form, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Now, tell us a little bit how... Uh, schools have been over this period. What, what's what's been changing? What's been developing? Yeah. What's it felt like? So it's well, it's been weird. But you know, I've been in pretty much from from day one from lockdown because sort of we've always had someone from the leadership team in. But what we've tried to do is we've delivered the sort of care the government wanted for the critical work students. So they've been in. Teachers have been in working with them. Um, Educating them, entertaining them, you know, just generally looking after those kids. And then all the school is set up completely different. It's, it's bizarre. All the classrooms are socially distanced. Yeah. There's, you have to practically swim through hand sanitizer to get <laughs> uh, into the building. There's, uh, you know, we, we have a different methods for lunch. Everything's staggered. Students have different entrances they come into school with. Um, so I've been there sort of overseeing that. I was involved with the grading of work because that's yeah. completely different we've lost all those exams and normally i mean with the head of six form i go into my exam hall every morning before yeah. the exams and pray walk that exam hall it sounds like cheating doesn't it but uh, <laughs> but but the kids get that blessing and but i've been it was good in a way to be involved in those examinations because it was an opportunity to to put the grades in but do it in a real prayerful mm. manner you know that the kids are, are honored for their for their efforts so been involved with that. Rich has been in teaching um, and we're just gearing up now for all the increased sort of numbers of students, again, yeah. converting more classrooms to socially distanced rooms and so on. So, so I know that we'll have, um, you know, many families watching. Yeah. Some will have, some like, like my daughter Anna is desperate to get back to yeah. school. Some are having the best holiday ever yeah. and never want to go back to yeah, school. Yeah. Uh, but there are also, you know, uh, pupils are starting to go back to school yeah. and there may be one or two people who are, you know, Maybe their pupils, maybe their, their, their parents are a bit nervous about yeah. going back. Would you like to speak about that at all? Yeah, I mean, I think schools are doing a great job. You know, um, that they are taking everything incredibly seriously. They're waiting on government guidance, following it to the letter, because the last thing we want to do is put any, any students, any staff, any homes, uh, with kids returning to homes, in any sort of um, situation of difficulty. And I think, you know, we've... I think schools have taken it re really seriously. As I say, every room has been measured out, desks have been moved, we've got mm. hand sanitizer available everywhere, there's stickers all over the floor now for, <laughs> to keep people separate. 
every group of students stays together as a as a like a pod, a bubble, so they don't have interaction with other students to keep yeah. them safe. They uh, they have staggered lunches, breaks. Uh, we've put everything into have I think a really robust. Uh, way of ensuring that the students are look, looked after during this time, and you know we've had no cases or uh, of anything yeah. to, to uh, remark on, which would suggest that the things that we've got in place are working. And I know that's mirrored across schools everywhere, you know. And we're doing a lot of online stuff, a lot yeah. of online learning, and staff are recording stuff to support students. We've bought um, Chromebooks for students who have no computer access. So yeah. I think. I think schools have really tackled it head on, and I, I would, I wouldn't hesitate. You know, if if my children were at the age where they could go mm. back, I'd be more than happy for them to go back. That's that's awesome. Now I know, um, you know, you know, you, you teach a lot mm -hmm. in in revive, and I know God is speaking at the moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he's saying some incredible things mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, we may have stopped meeting in buildings, but God's still speaking. Yeah. Um, what are one of the two things that has been, he's put on your heart or yeah. revelations that he's speaking to you over the, at, at this present time? Yeah, I think one leads to the other. So, um, you know, obviously it's been a time to have opportunity in prayer and, and, and to study the Bible and to, and to, you know, listen to some and find some new worship. But also what, what I sometimes find through times, because, I, I mean, lockdown does get dry for people, you yeah. know, it's the same, the same, the same. It's a bit of a paradox, but I sometimes think to find something new, I, I sometimes go back, you know, and it's like Isaac and uh, reopening the wells of Abraham, yeah. and I'd say that to people, you know, uh, that's a revelation God's brought. He said, go back to some of those previous points of real influence and opportunity and outpouring and, and, and dig back into them, and sometimes for me that's going back to an old album that really yeah. captured my heart or, or a book or something. So that's one thing, and I'd encourage people to do that. I suppose the other thing is... I love trying to f see God in in just what's going on around me. Just see God in yeah. uh, just the face of somebody that I walk past on the street, a, a sound, a, a, a lyric in a song, a word written on a poster, whatever it might be. Because when I, there's times where I always say it, it feels like something hits the tuning fork of my yeah. heart. And it's like I... Some, resonates and I know it's the Holy Spirit and I know that if I lean into that then God's got something for me and I, I pull the thread if you want and I love seeing where the thread unravels and takes me and um, and I suppose it's been doing that and one of the things that did that was um, me and Rich been trying to make sure we stay fit during lockdown we've been on lots of great walks we did try a couple of runs um, now yeah. People might not know Rich. Rich is quite a good runner. She's been running quite a bit recently. Um, she was doing a lot of the park runs, the 5Ks. And at Christmas, I suppose this was the thing God reminded me of that then sparked something. Okay. Um, I did a park run. I don't know. If, I know you've run a bit. I've, I've run, but I haven't done park runs. The most I've done is a half marathon. Right. Most I've done is a half marathon <laughs> and we managed 5K. <laughs> uh, legend. Uh, but we've done, you know, we did this park run. We went to East Park and Rich said, come along. So I said, OK, it was during the Christmas holidays. So we went and I've got to say, I was a bit nervous about going because yeah. I'd not done any length of running. She'd been doing it quite a lot. And, but I thought, right, what do I need to do before I do it? I need to make sure I've got the right input. You know, um, when I teach geography, I look at lots of systems, things that you have an input, you have an output, and in the middle you have processes to make sure you reach the output. Yep. And I thought, right, well, I need food because I'm going to have some yep. need energy, and I need water because I've got yep. to be hydrated. So I did that bit, and then we got there, and then I thought, right, so I was surrounded by all these people who looked far more serious than me. There was lycra yes. everywhere. 
yes. like, like even where it shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> yeah, illuminous. Everyone had been dicked in deer well, glow. Just seem to have no shame, do That's they? it. No, it's like I look mean, at me. Yes. Um, so and then we got them. I pretended to stretch. You know, I didn't really know what I was doing, <laughs> yeah, but everyone else looked like You're they were doing to, it. So you do something. That's yeah. it. So, so I did the stretching, and then we set off. And like, to be fair, it was faster than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I sort of like struggled along. I could see Rach was really running within herself, bless her, to, to yes. sort of like stay with me and encourage me. And she did, and we did a lap. Uh, and it, and it, being honest, it hurt. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to finish. I wanted the output. I wanted, I want to complete this and say I've completed it. So I'd eaten and I was hydrated. I wanted to finish, but in the middle there was just action that started all right, but then started to cost a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure. I mean, half marathon. How far's that? Oh, it's it's uh, 13 miles. Right, OK. So, yeah, yeah. about so 20k. There's, there's got to be a lot of pain in that. Yes. Now, when I did it, um, I, I, I trained... Uh, I, I live right by the riverbank. Yeah. Uh, and so I found this, like, circuit. I could run to Beverly. Yeah. could go over the bridge at Beverly. I'm not quite sure. Is it Wheel? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's near the tip. Yes. You, go, you go over there. Then I ran back past Warren, got back to the Kingswood bridge yeah. over that and then and then ran home and i got a circuit going yeah. um which was um you know it was over the, the half half marathon distance um and i was and then i went to this half marathon in a properly organized thing met bancoli there that was it yeah. just bumped into bancoli we yeah, ran yeah. the first bit Imagine. and then got separated um and what i didn't train for um yeah. it was hot yeah well you know, it's not normally hot in no, the UK, no. is it? So yeah. it was very hard to train for that. And the second thing is, it was up and down. I'd yeah, run yeah. along the river, so it was all yeah, straight. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it, it killed it. It was, yeah. it was really hard. It was yeah. really hard. Anyway, what were you yeah. saying? Well, no, so it got really, you know, and I got, remember getting onto the second lap and Rachel was still with me yeah. and then she tried to make conversation again and, like, literally all I could manage was I sort of gabbled out, just go. And, 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 I, and, and I won't be rude, I won't be difficult, I just said, just go, because I knew she was running slower than she probably wanted to try and encourage yeah. me, and to be honest, I got to a point where I thought, I want to finish this, but I, I'm not going to finish it running at the pace I am. I need to be wise, yeah. I need to understand where I'm at with my body and, and step back, so I did. So I said, just, just go, just go, and she went. And, and I carried on round, and like my knee hair, yeah. I could feel a blister developing, you know, everything oh. ached. Yeah. But I got there. But I only got there literally by the end through just going, keep running, keep running, keep running, keep running, keep going, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And, you know, God just reminded me of this, and I thought, well, what, what, why God? And I just thought particularly during lockdown, but generally, I think sometimes we can fall into the trap of becoming consumers as Christians. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we focus on the input. We want teaching, we want worship CDs, we want podcasts, yeah. we want, and we can sit and consume and consume and consume. And we're also very good at wanting the output. We, we've got the dream of, oh, I can see me doing this, I, yes. I want to achieve that, I want to see this God. But we're not always great at the process. At yeah, that. that's really good action that just keep running because it means stepping out and starting but then it means maintaining and I, and I sometimes think God's been challenging me about that and I think challenging us about that saying don't just sit and consume yes, this time definitely. don't just dream about what you want get out and do it because the process for me is is it's faith in action faith is like a muscle that needs working and it isn't that faith Faith isn't just something we should have. Faith is something we should do. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about this this very thing. Um, 
I couldn't run the half marathon now. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Matt, Matt, who was leading us in worship, he, he challenged me to the couch to 5K, so I went out and ran a 7K. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very slow, atrocious time, but yeah, I ran yeah, it. Uh, but I couldn't run the half marathon now. Um, and, I, and I was thinking this because I, I tried and pushed myself after not doing it, and I just injured myself. And, and it got me to thinking about what would we do if in the Christian life, if it was like, you know, running a marathon, how would we do it? And I was thinking the first thing we would do is like, I think, what would the best runners do? You know, if we're thinking Christian, because we want to be the best. It's for for the glory of God. It's for his kingdom. What would the best uh, runners do? And so then you look at Olympic athletes and you go, well, what do they do? Well, they eat. 5,000 calories a day because they're burning like two and a half calories in half thousand calories just in one marathon. 5,000 calories a day. What would we do as a, as, as a church when, when, when someone wants to go do something? Mm-hmm. Well, you need to learn about this. You need to get this teaching. You have to go on that yeah, training yeah. course. You need to, uh, you know, do so much, you know, hoop jumping and, and yeah. kind of consuming, you know, eat, eat the word, eat the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And if, if all you do for a year is just eat the word, just consume, I, I get this. What do I need? What do I need? Yeah. You'll be sat on that couch three stone four stone heavier than you were thinking that I'm doing the right thing I'm consuming I'm getting all I want of God in and yet what you really need to do is just get up off that couch and start moving it might be a walk Mm -hmm. it might be I walk you know I mean I I know people who struggle to to walk to the end of the road it might just be walking to the end of the road it might be I walk 5k I mean I know I haven't done it because I just went and ran it but I know the couch to 5k you start by walking you you do little bits of running and I think we we should think of that because Paul does say that the Christian life is like a marathon not a sprint a marathon we've got to run until we've got to pace ourselves like you had to do and what I know I had to do you have to pace yourself just say keep going keep going um but often we we we, we focus too much on the we need to consume word yeah and it becomes a barrier so so i'll tell you a way it can become a barrier we go um uh, Darren, will you go and pray for so and so about this? And then, if you've had loads and loads of teaching on prayer, you suddenly think, "Well, which prayer do I use?" And then yeah. you go to pray, and they go, "Well, I've got to get my, my words in the right theology." Rather than just going, "Just pray, yeah, just yeah. pray from the heart, just start working." Yes, you need to learn, you need to grow and be discipled and trained, but yeah, yeah. just start running, just yeah. start running, go at a pace yeah. you can run, yeah. you know, and just start running. Yeah, definitely it is. You know, go back geographically. <laughs> If you have too many inputs, things get out of balance. Yeah. If you have too many outputs, things get out of balance. It's the processes that keep what we call in geography dynamic equilibrium, uh, that, that where you cr- a landscape creates the shape it's meant to be. You know, and if God wants our lives to take a shape, you know, the shape that He destined for us, and, and we we sometimes think we just have to feed that shape, but actually it gets a bit too lumpy at the yeah. top. Sometimes if we are just pouring out and pouring out and pouring out on the on the dream then we get sort of skewed in that perspective. Yes. And it is about that active faith, acting through faith. I love it. The Bible talks all the time about through faith this happens, through yes. faith this happens, which tells us faith involves movement, yep. you know, and it involves action. And it's that repeated action of following God and following the prompts of God, staying wise with faith and listening to God through those actions yes. that keep us in shape and and bring us to the shape that God intended us to be. Because James talks about, you know, it's, you know, I he, demonstrate your faith through your actions. Yeah. You know, it says faith that you just talk about is dead. It means yeah. it's meaningless. Yeah. He even says, can it save? And, you know, yeah, rhetorical yeah. question. Uh, we need to have faith. And I think this is one of the things that God is really talking to us at the moment. Mm-hmm. Just you know, st- stop talking about it or even worse, stop reading about it yeah. and start doing it. Doing it. 
Yeah. Start living it. Start yeah. realizing that faith is not, you know, I, 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 I've got it all sorted. I feel like I know what I'm doing. And so now I'm going, I know I'm ready. So I'm starting moving. It's yeah, yeah. like, I'm going to go yeah. and I hope I get there. Yeah. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to yeah. be courageous yeah. and I'm going to go for it. I'm not even sure if I've heard God right, but I think I've heard God. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm going to go on the limited information I know yeah. and hope that yeah. he will fill yeah. in the blanks when we get yeah. there. It's bunk being active and... You know, I, see, I saw that when I, I've been reading 1 Samuel, and yep. it, it was um, with Saul and uh, with Jonathan. When Jonathan and his armour bearer attack the Philistines, it tells us that Saul is, um, there are no, uh, the, the, the army have no weapons, but Jonathan says to him and his armour bearer, let's go. Yeah. But actually, Jonathan says, perhaps the Lord will act mm. on our behalf. And I love the perhaps because it yeah. tells us that actually we get frozen by certainty. We, we go, I've got to wait and until God delivers all these things, I'm not moving anywhere. And that's where we just sit and just input, input, input. But actually Jonathan steps out into the perhaps and, and I sometimes think God will meet us in our perhaps if we're willing to take that step. Yes. And that's where Jonathan and the armour bearer go. The armour bearer backs him up and says, yeah, let's go. Well, there's power in agreement. We need mm. through during lockdown to keep meeting with people and yes. speaking to people. Good. But he, good. he goes and it's through the going and then the continued wise faith because he then says, if the Philistines call us over, God's given us them to him. He keeps letting God lead him through his actions and God delivers it. Yeah. I, I found so many times that... Uh, boldness and courage. Um, I, I've got to be honest, you know, mm. a lot of times when I've really said things or or already gone for it, like, you know, de declared that God's going to heal someone, you know, mm. in front of a meeting or whatever, you know, I'm inside, I'm going, I want to get those words back. Yeah. I'm, you know, it's like, why did I say that? P pull them all back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know that's when God seems to do things. Mm. It's, it's when, like, you know, I see an issue, mm -hmm. as John said, and I'm going to go for it. Yeah. God's for me. I'm not, I'm going to be, you know, going to take some with me. I'm going to take some precaution, but let's yeah. come on. Let's go be bold and courageous. If God is for us, who can yeah. be against us? No. Let, let's just yeah. go forward in that. And I think just, I, I don't know if you want to touch on this slightly as well. Um, I think often, you know, we're in a consumer society yeah. and, and, you know, we're, we're a bit, you know, if it feels good, we do it. Yeah. And if it feels bad, oh, it can't be God. Yeah, definitely. And yet, you know, the Bible teaches me something like, you know, different. Psalm 23, you walk through the valley of the shadow of death and yeah. you keep going and then your reward is yeah, yeah, at the yeah. end. Running a marathon can be, yeah. or running half yeah, marathon. Yeah. I haven't run a marathon, so I can't tell you. How, but, you know, running is, yeah. you, you know, it's often you get to that really, ah, and it just yeah. hurts, but you just keep going, you keep yeah, going. Yeah, it's yeah. not enjoyable. Or half yeah. of the, you have to somehow yeah. tune out and pretend yeah. you're not running. But then the joy at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think too many Christians stop when they when they feel resistance. Yeah, definitely. Or they feel it coming dark. Definitely. And yet faith yeah. and boldness is going through that. Yeah, and I think, again, I saw that with Jonathan. I thought this was the thing that really sparked a prophetic sense in my heart, that it was something that people needed uh, to hear this, that when they attack the Philistines, it says that they approach a gorge, um, a weirdy it's called, yeah. and, the, and it tells you the name of the two cliffs. And whenever anything is as weird as, like, I'm going to name the cliffs and the Bible's going to tell me what I'm on, what, the, what that name means, that's significant. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and the Philistine, the, sorry, the, the Israelites here to the south, Jonathan's here, and then to the north there's the Philistines, and there's two cliffs, and this cliff is called uh, Bozes, and this cliff is called Senna. And Bozes translates to shining. Right. And uh, Senna translates to thorny. Ooh. And Jonathan and the armour bearer, to get to the Philistines, to get to the victory that yes. God declares for them, they've got to descend 
through the thorns. Oh, yes. And it's also a north-facing slope, so it gets no sunlight, so it's dark. So they've got to descend through the dark and the thorns. But the, the shining cliff, it's shining because the sun is on it. And then they ascend yes. the shining cliff into victory. And I just felt that for people, this faithful action, this this, move, this call to action is, mm. is really important for us. But for some of us, we will feel a resistance. But it does still mean... Once you move through the thorns, if you can penetrate the thorns, if you're willing to keep pushing through the thorns, there's some shining victory on the other side. I mean, God says, you know, those who believe in him are overcomers. Yeah. It's in the name. We have, you know, you're not an overcomer by sitting on your couch to go yeah, back yeah. To, to, to the running. You've yeah. got to overcome that 5K hurdle or the half yeah. marathon hurdle. Yeah. You've got to overcome the thorns. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's like... Uh, he says, in this life you will have many troubles, many mm. but don't yeah. worry, I have overcome. In yeah. other words, you know, he, he doesn't necessarily save us from every trial and every yeah, yeah. bit of darkness. Sometimes we are supposed to go through those forms, just like what yeah. you're saying. And it's in that process, yeah. um, you know, when we... I hate to say it, but, you know, in, in Romans 8, it says if you want to share in his inheritance, you have to share in his suffering. It, yeah. This is somehow these two things come together but as we persevere and as we overcome yeah. that's when we come into our inheritance yeah, yeah. and that we see the glory of God in our lives.